0: So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. Last week, we uploaded a video on prone turning. That's what we call that fundamental skill where you turn your surfboard while you paddle it and you you can use it in a lot of situations but we were specifically addressing the uh, the the situation where you're setting up a wave you know you're approaching that optimum position that you've spotted and you determine that's where you want to catch the wave but as that wave is closing in on you you also have to start considering your takeoff angle and make sure that you're maintaining your momentum so that's what the prone turn does Uh, why don't you get online and check it out This week on the show, we got Coach Ev and Uncle Freestyle again, having just a little chat going roundabout of all kinds of topics. Um, But I got to say, I really do enjoy listening to to Uncle Freestyle because this is one of Coach Ev's major influencers and enablers back from childhood. Got that little grom going and surfing. And it's just, you know, when I, I know Ev as a competent, really capable surfer in the water, but of course at one time he was a beginner, he was a Grom, and Uncle Freestyle was there for it. He was one of those guys that kept him going, got him out in the water, encouraged him, you know, patted him on the back when he was crying on the beach probably, uh, you know, and all the emotions that we all know so well that come along with learning to surf. So these, uh, you know, these guys, you got to give them their respect and, and a lot of reverence and, and just enjoy hearing what they have to say because it's been many years now that they've been doing this they've been at it so there's a lot of value and and lots of gems sprinkled about in just a regular conversation with them let's uh let's let it rip
1: well this is pretty killer because it's it's really just a continuation of our previous recording which was more situational and a little bit more informational. Now now we get to kind of kick back and really do what we do, which is converse about surfing over a nice, cold, giant Modelo, and uh, just talk story, like all of us surfers just love to do. You just can't get enough, and, and it's... Uh, it's pretty hard to beat some of the locations coach Chris and I have recorded over the years but I have to say this might just take the cake right here uncle up on the top deck in La Mis at the Spielman house just you can see so much horizon and so much beautiful uh, Pacific Ocean it's just it's really hard to beat and it's just a pleasure to to get to get this and record it uncle and and it's been a pleasure to be in the water with you lately you know we've we've been on this this journey together for a long time this this journey of just betterment and and how you get even more joy out of out of surfing it's such a amazing challenging discipline and lifestyle it's just it's just never really ending and so that's kind of what I wanted to get into in, in my head the the title of this is, is Captain Cook and the kid just post it up and just wrapping, wrapping through it all. Yeah, we really have had an opportunity in this. Otherwise,
2: it uh, could be looked at as desperate times with the pandemic and all. So, uh, you know, it's really turned into an opportunity for you and I to get back to get back to the round, as we used to say. Um, it truly has been an opportunity, and my surfing has improved over the last month. You know, much of it thanks to your discerning eye
1: on all
2: <laughs> the the litany of things that I have some improvement to do on, and I appreciate knowing those things because I have noticed some changes already. And I'm no spring chicken. I've been at this for decades, and there's still so much to improve on.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I've, I've basically taken to working with my, my family and my friends as, as serious as I do with our, our paying cu- customers, our new clients and people who clearly want some, some direction and some aid and coaching and training. Um, And it's even it's it's one of the most fulfilling things to be able to give back a little bit uncle Uh, You know, that's what we've we've this is what we've made our profession and and we know we're good at it So of course we want to we want to share that with With our closest peeps and it is just such a trip to see to see you just Constantly getting better as as the years click by and I really that's one of those super special things about surfing is the longevity that you can maintain throughout a lifetime. I mean, look at Doc Paskowitz. He surfed, I'm pretty sure, into his 90s, you know. Mm-hmm. Pops is down here. He's 95. And can you imagine being 90 and, and still being able to paddle out? He said something about most of the waves, I just ride on my knees. But um, cheers, Uncle.
2: Old oh, Pops. Yeah, 95 years old and still going strong. That reminds me about, oh, it might have been two decades ago, if it was. twenty It had to be 20 years ago. He was probably in his 70s, and we had a catamaran out there. And I coaxed him into getting on the catamaran. <clears throat> he did exactly what he was told. He was a really good student. He didn't know anything about sailing, um, but he followed directions, he got out there, and I think that was the last time he was in the water, was riding the catamaran. Um,
1: That's so classic. There's so
2: many crafts to, to surf, uh, these waves. It's not just, there's kayaks, there's surfboards, there's catamarans, there's, there's stand-up paddle there's, boards, a, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's So we tend to specialize in the surfboard arena. And you've sort of dedicated your life, not sort of, but your professional life is devoted and dedicated to improving not only your family and friends and your clients' uh, improvement, but. My own. But your own, yeah. You yeah, you tend, you seem to get better all the time. I mean, uh, I, I, I try to strive to kind of copy some of your techniques. I'm a years. I'm behind and I know that there's certain limitations well, I'll get to you know, the lift and float that but I haven't oh, given up
1: oh I I have a, a strong <laughs> feeling you will just as Jenna has turned up her game and you know she just had her first child we're thinking she's gonna slow down a little bit or, or have to tone no way turned she's it doing up. better surfing than I've ever seen yeah, and sure. it's it's a direct correlation to us working together us putting in the time dialing in her equipment and her having the open mind to say oh i'm gonna give that a try coach ev and instead of just kicking out the back every time if there's a nice soft pillowy white water foam ball rolling to me why not just kind of ride up to the top of it get on top of it and then straighten out to the beach and it's just such a great feeling to kind of like you're riding mm-hmm. a cloud down and then you get spit out into the flats with all the speed and it just it's a hell of a way to end your end your ride and yeah I just, it really
2: I, is I noticed her doing just that and I thought that she wasn't going to pull that off I and then she pulled off a that same maneuver that you spoke of her pulled that board right down over the fall so to speak kept her feet under her and just rode it out it was just
1: impressive and that's kind of what I wanted to get in with you because you know I I jokingly say captain of the kooks but I mean really you've been running this freestyle way of learning to surf and surfing and traveling with this this open mindset like I'll ride anything, I'll paddle out at almost any break, you know, just just take it cool and, and easy and smooth. But it's just, it's really taken you all over the world, this this, this this approach, this mindset. And it is, it's in a way, it's the best possible embodiment of kookiness you know and just and know, the
2: sport in general yeah but I Promotion. mean
1: your, your, your act you know and your way that you go about it um, has just always stuck with anybody who's ever met you or gotten into the water with you I know all you know all the Montauk crew and all of our west coast crew you know we just all have very memorable surfs together and and you just kind of help keep our, our mind open to just freestyling it and going with the flow and, and not worrying too much about what other people are, th- are thinking about your approach. Just do what feels right and you're cool with and just run it and 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 love it and look at the stories i mean we're going to get into some stories we have to sitting here with uncle Freestyle is always going to be uh you know time to tell some tales
2: al i got lucky being born here on the west coast and my dad falling in love with mexico and even though he was a zoot suitor from chicago never really got in the water we took, a, we took a little different tack and we just glommed on and loved, loved the ocean and every aspect of it. Surfing, first it was boogie boards and those blow-up rafts mats, that, yeah. like, that mom would bring out, blow-up mats. And we learned from the locals here in Baja a lot about surfing. Back then it was single fin gunny long, board, you know, not pintails. long, pin tails, seven foot-ish. And then we we moved on and, and that's where, y- you know, you took a, a, a divergence and, and a super interest in exactly the type of craft that would work best here especially because this is where we always end up. But not just here because you traveled the world over as well and you found 101 different variations of a point break of a reef break of a sandy bottom break so you had to know the difference between all those and what kind of what kind of uh, craft would work best what kind of design would work best so I my hats off to you Evan for pushing the envelope of design to the nth degree because you've you've helped us devise ways of improving our surfing that wouldn't have really Probably gone as well. Using these old, like you say, these garage specials that I tend to used to come up with. I'd bring them down here from who knows who made them, and uh,
1: yeah, they would work
2: and they were fun. And we'd
1: dive into them together. We were into weird, weird shit, you know, and taking that weird shit and then turning it into something that you know the design principles that we liked, strip away the ones that we didn't. And real you know, it's it is it is coming full circle now having you yourself, Uncle Freestyle rep in Lamas. I mean you always have been, but now you're on your own custom craft that's really suited to everything about your surfing. And then Uncle Anth, who who has always carried the torch as the you know, highest level surfer, surfs up in Santa Cruz, up at those points and you know, just the top to bottom shortboard surfing that you know, is kind of the standard for for the global population of surfing, but just to have you guys come full circle and you know, you've ridden a lot of the best, you know, the best board makers boards over the years. Let me interrupt
2: because you must we collaborated with our designer you to come up with those boards that we thought would work best for us. And it was it was it was that collaboration that created a lot of designs. It's the board I'm riding right now is a is, is a lovely twin fin uh, peanut shape that I okay. you and I collaborated on, and it just turned out to synergistically be the uh, the best board I've ever ridden, and I, and 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 it's and it's so fun. It's part of the process to the ultimate process is to design your your own craft right. that specifically works, you know, in your mind the best and
1: so you you hit on a good point because basically the first board that i shaped myself and then it going out there and it working really well for me it changed it really changed everything in my outlook on surfing it made me get so much more involved with with that relationship between you your equipment and the ocean that it has to be so in harmony, all those three things. If any one of those little relationships is is out of whack, it's just really hard to do, just go out and and have a decent set, have fun, and and be able to kind of sit back and relax and not always be trying so hard. So up until that point, I mean, I was 15 when I shaped my first board. So up until that point, I was basically struggling with finding a piece of equipment that worked well. I had a couple little glimpses of magic boards, but it didn't last. And as soon as I hit the mark on my first board, mm-hmm. from then on my trajectory was for one sped up so much quicker cause I was so involved with that feeling, you know, all the sensations that transfer from the shape of the board and where the fins are and all that stuff up, you know, through your feet and that, and that sensation of riding. All these different boards, but um, yeah, it is, it's such a, It's such a pinnacle point um, of our surfing relationship and, and the passing of the torch, you know, from you guys bringing us up as tiny little groms and, and paddling out with us. I mean, that was the biggest deal to us. We'd wait every winter for Christmas to roll around because that was really the only time you and Uncle Anth were down here in Mex and you guys didn't have anything else to do other than really surf, and we, would, we wouldn't we would leave you guys alone. I mean, we would just, we were on you. We wanted to help you wax the board. We walked down to the beach with you if it was too big. We were just walking down with you to see where you're gonna paddle out and just be part of it, all the way to being in the car with you guys and going to South Sapuitas and being so nervous. You guys were having a blast, having a beer, smoking a joint. We were like, oh my God, I don't know how this is gonna go. You know, and you would paddle us out. You would would be right there with us. Our first sessions when we were really mini Groms, I'm gonna call us like eight and nine, and and we're well versed in the inside whitewater, but we're not paddling to the outside by ourselves here in Lamas. We're not. We've already tried to do that on our own. Yeah, you can't so even get smoked. out there.
2: You couldn't even get out there for the most part.
1: Hell no, we couldn't. We. T- I mean, we tried. We right. tried for years, but we had a point where we couldn't get past without some help yeah. from our uncles. So boom, poof. here's our uncles. They're actually just. Freestyle swimming out, and then giving us a few boosts right at the right time to get through that little that outside impact zone, or at least into the mid mid zone where the outside breakers would break and reform, and then and then you guys would chip us in to these reforms that were like unbelievable. We'd never ridden down the line on an open face, so. I remember Uncle Anth doing that with me, and I remember you doing that with Chaser. And it really speaks to whoever you learn to surf with. You just have this connection with them that you never. You, you're always looking up to them and watching their every move, and and that's how you are. That's how you're a good student of anything. But that's something that I want to stress to our listeners: is that's where you. That's where you just learn so much. Just watching, watching how people set up their equipment, where they paddle out, how they how they are in the lineup, you know we, we just studied you guys and, and stuck with you until we could kind of branch off, we were old enough to b- branch off and start building our own kind of character and how how we personally went about this whole surfing thing, but just tell us speak to us more about the the journey and you know, well, you, you, you kind of got you us you to...
2: Uh, for appreciating my contribution there. I, I'll, I'll accept that. Uh, it was a thrill always to teach you guys, and fam, nothing better than family who's, who, who takes a, an interest in, in your hobbies to just, you know, to share those. So I was always willing to share those with you and your friends and drag you into this, this sport. Uh, it's truly been my favorite sport, and I've tried them all it's the one that, that i'll take with me till the end because it's 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 the best but also to have passed the torch to you and your generation it's it's humbling but it's and it's it's, it's i'm grateful to be able to do that i don't uh, i'm glad to see you guys have taken it to the uh, the next level not only in the skill but in the design and taking that so seriously and not only that you know making it a You're an occupation. There's, there's, there's room at the top for for you designers out there who um, have a desire to design your own craft. You know, go at it. It doesn't. It's it's just those that foam breaks shaves down really really quickly. So you'll know. Yeah, you'll know quick. Uh, And when you get that thing out there and you try it and it's disappointing the first time, don't give up. I've seen Evan come in from a session on a board on a new board and he was not happy uh, because the board was fresh and yet there was something there was something wrong, drastically wrong, and he just was I saw him go to the shed, he get he took a saw a wood saw and he cut the fins off. They were glass to cut them off and <laughs> got some tape and got ready to remount them. He said something is yeah, there's something wrong with this. And, it was before you you really had all the tools to know and the way to get the measurements and the cant and all, and yet you knew deep down. And I remember later on asking you about that, and you said, "Oh yeah," you said, "Oh yeah, that was a great improvement. It, it rode so much better after that." So that's how you learn. You just you just you just have to believe that you'll get to where you're headed if you if you stick to it. And surfing's like that. Surfing's kind of like that. I. I, I still, you know, it, my my, my surfing—it's like an ebb and flow of a tide. You know, as I as I have to go back into my other occupation and get to work, I can't surf, and that's always a little, you know, disturbing because I do. It brings me so much solace and equanimity and all those great things that when you're doing something that you really like that brings you those feelings and and that's why you know we should always look for that that activity that does that for us because we need to we need to find that that peace and freedom
1: that's it you know we talk we talk a lot about that with surfing and and just kind of encouraging our students to continue on the path and and to have that that mindset that you're just you're never going to get there don't don't be looking for an end goal here with surfing because it's just there's
2: no is is that why you call it the continuum
1: yeah well the really the continuum is all about the the like doing laps the circle circular nature of a good kind of the whole ride the paddle out the finding the wave the surfing the wave and then connecting Mm -hmm. it back out and just doing that over and over again and, and making it seamless and effortless, that's what, that's what we're really after, T- sharing, that's mm-hmm. what, what both Coach Chris and I strive for in our surfing, and we're still getting better and better at it, um, and that's kind of the basis for that, the continuum, the continuum. The continuum. Let
2: me just say one thing about that. It reminds me of your dad, who's passed away about 10 years back. We miss him dearly, Balin. The continuum and the legacy. Balin wasn't a surfer, but he was a waterman. He designed and loved to spend time in the water. He designed for the water in his own way with crafts, some of them motorized, some of them non motorized. He was uh, working in Kerala, India, you know, early on, and they needed. uh, A watercraft and um, he worked on fiberglass designs with you know motorized crafts and they they were they were hugely um, you know just welcomed by by his peers they everyone loved them and then when we when he helped us to design other watercrafts like the row fin for example
1: right he brought that right here to california and linked up with all you crazy spielmans yeah and you guys were such supporters of of that outside the box thinking that you know I, i know that helped to support him and and drive him towards even though he wasn't getting the financial success or recognition from the companies he was he was pitching these ideas to he still knew that for for you know everyday people to to latch on to the ideas, like you guys, not to say that you're average folks that but it really it really kind of kept him going, I know that from from being there at at the early stage or the later stages of his design character, and mm-hmm. then just seeing you guys together just. Working together and and brainstorming and and just yeah, he
2: just, was a champion of your uh, design as well He promoted your thinking and transferred his Passion
1: that's Must I, be You know, I, I think about that all the time like what would Bala do? You know and and where would he take this thing this you know this this surf craft and and uh, It does kill me a little bit because I know we would be... we would be putting fins in some really wild places yeah. and having some really unique uh, rail patterns and rockers and things like that. So it's yeah. It you, you're going to have me. to
2: explain to Coach Chris one day what the row fins all about because he's probably just thinking, what are they?
1: <laughs> I've talked to Coach about that, but yeah. um, we are putting it. We're going to kind of restore it. And I want to mount it in the in the Menon house. I want it to be okay. like it's flat, art. you know, like in yeah. in motion, mounted on the wall. So that's just like a a talking piece, that's a good idea. you know, like l- do a great little yeah. signature ball of Krishna, Rama, Menon, yeah, his his years and just just honor. Yeah, honor well, it's, it's the, nice to know he's passed designers. on his
2: engineering and his design. Um,
1: you know passions to both you and your brother absolutely in in full force and we're yeah. here's to bala thanks for for bringing that up uncle i love it mm. and so i mean in closing what do we have i mean
2: well let me ask one more question about yeah. design and let's say there's a lot of Surfing is 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 not a, the easiest sport, and it I can attest that it takes you know a lifetime to to, uh, to to attempt to master a sport that you can't that seems to be elusive. It's probably a lot of your whether it's your clients or you know all your friends and people who who haven't who who aspire to a high level of surfing but haven't really reached that yet. So. I was, you know, how does um, particular designs, uh, personal designs, how important is that to stumble and to, for, and to collaborate with your with your uh, designer, your surfboard maker, to find the right craft that fits your level or the 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 needs of your of your surfing?
1: Well, I mean, I for one, I never really got that. Opportunity so I just made it for myself right again um, We were never in the position to like be ordering custom boards from the local surf shop or anything like that We were just plucking off the used rack garage sale finds Uncle hand-me-downs, you know, so if if you're in the position to do so again That's what changed my trajectory in my surfing from from the limitation that I was getting from backyard um, or garage sale secondhand hand me down boards to creating what I envisioned would work best for me. That was that was the main break. That was the main aha moment in my surfing. And so I would say, obviously, it's it's extremely important. Um, we talk a lot about it being the Indian and not the arrow as well. So it you can't put it all on the board. Someone who has a, a decent skill set can take any board from six foot to nine foot and go out there and catch waves and successfully ride down the line and, and hold onto the board, kick out, and go do it again. Um, it's just up to you how how into all those parts you wanna get and how custom you really wanna get and how far you want to break that down because again now that i know what type of rail works for me and what type of rocker and fins on the day when there's decent waves i'm out there and i'm i'm feasting you know i feel like i'm really surfing to the to the top of my ability and i've had the the opposite feeling when we all have been out there on a good day of surf where you're you're seeing yourself in your mind surf the shit out of these waves and then you stand up on the board and it's just like nothing is working the board's not staying with you half the time more than half the time you're swimming instead of surfing you know so it really it it does speak to the surfer and his or her relationship with the with the equipment I've seen a lot of people struggle Mm -hmm. um And I've also seen the huge benefits of investing time, money, and everything that goes into actually figuring out what works for you. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Ultimately, in the end, ride what you have. Ride what you've got. Ride what you got. (laughs) I was in, um, just to finish that idea, I was in Sweden last year working on a project and uh, the family I stayed with. Um, the Casanovas, he took me to a beach out there uh, called Osa Beach, way off um, in some fjord in Sweden and it had been windy and he was, saying, he was, he was, he was really glad that it had been blowing about you know, 30 knots all night because that meant we were actually going to get waves and sure enough, these wind-driven swells came in on the point, and uh, we had a great morning. And I just wanted to say, you know, it's not if you don't have the best conditions, don't let that keep you from
1: waking up at the crack of dawn and getting out there and paddling your butt off. That's what I'm talking about. It's a Peace. win-win. That's really I knew Uncle would come around to it, but that's that was that's always been your style, and it's always inspired me. And I know it's going to inspire more people to just paddle out baby don't don't hold don't hold back don't save it for tomorrow don't think that you know your board's coming in the mail tomorrow and right. the is going to be better then just take whatever you got your old beat betty and just jam out there mm-hmm. right on uncle could mm-hmm. cast la miss